Bing, bang, boom, baby. You want to party with this? And when I say party with this, I mean party with this podcast. Yeah. The Harland Highway podcast. Welcome, everybody. I am your host with the most, Harland Williams. Thanks for uh, riding along today. Let's get right to it. Uh, We are going to be, wow, this is cool. We have a guy live on the ground via satellite in Egypt. Uh, We're going to be going there later in the show to get a firsthand report of all the incredible, exciting activity transpiring in Egypt. We're going to be talking about uh, taxis, uh, how annoying taxis can be. Uh, I have a surprising visit with Dr. Ascot. And my boss, Mr. Featherstone, today, things are going to change around here. Hang around and see. Uh, we're going we're gonna to talk about how great wireless is. Oh, don't we love wireless activity? We got to talk about that. And uh, something that irks me a little bit, lottery winners, man. Yeah, uh, are you a lottery winner? Do you know lottery winners? Is it that easy to win a lottery I don't know. We're going to get into it because uh, it might not be that easy. But I'll tell you what is easy listening to this podcast. The Harland Highway! Welcome to the Harland Highway. You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. <laughs> Man, keep it going. Love the show. You're hilarious. My blanket, my blue blanket. Give me my blue blanket. Fasten your seatbelt. You're riding down the Harland Highway. It's the Harland Highway. Have you checked the children? Hey, it's Harlan Williams here, and you are on the Harland Highway. Wireless. Don't you love wireless, though? Don't you love that you can just walk through the airport with your computer, hold it in your hand, and email people, and be online without even looking up? The rest of the world disappears. You're just in your computer world. Just thought of the wireless thing, man. Okay, dig it. Okay, I'm sitting in the middle of a field with a little piece of metal in my hand, my computer... I'm talking with a guy in Australia, or I'm watching a video on YouTube. I'm not plugged in anything. I'm just sitting in a field on a chair, birds singing, nothing around me. I mean, wow. That's cool, man. That is cool. Wireless is cool. We take things for granted, like turning on light switches and our our water. Most of us don't even know where that comes from or how we get it, but wireless makes me feel like a superhero, like an alien. I will now transmit to Africa. I will now watch a movie in the middle of the forest. I am superhuman. I am a robot. I am wireless. Hear me roar. I love being wireless. Now, if only I could get debtless, girlfriendless, and zitless, I'd be perfect. <laughs> You're riding down the Harland Highway. Ah, uh, yes. I love it how things progress. Some things don't progress, though. And uh, unfortunately, it's my therapy sessions with Dr. Ascot. It's Friday, and 
you know what? I'm taking a stand, and today I'm I'm doing something different. I'm going to go upstairs and see my boss. It's time to change things up with me and Dr. Ascot. Okay, so here I am. I'm a little nervous. It's Friday. I'm supposed to be going to see Dr. Ascot, which I do every Friday. I've been doing it for a year. And I'm just at the point where I personally feel I don't need to see him every week. So I'm I'm up at my boss's office, Mr. Featherstone. And I'm waiting to see him, and I'm going to go in and ask him if I can cut it back to once every two weeks instead of every week. And let Hold on. Here he is. Hang on. I'm being told to go in. Can I go in? Okay. I'm, I'm going in. Uh, h- hello, uh, Mr. Featherstone, sir. How are you? Have a seat, kid. Uh, th- thank you very much, sir. I-, I take it you're busy? Yeah, well, guy like you can probably take it any way you can get it, huh? What, what does that mean, sir? You know what I mean, you and the, your guy friends. Pardon me? The guys? What do you... What? Aha! Uh-huh. What does that mean? Aha! Uh-huh. Sir, I, I came to ask you about my therapy sessions. Okay, let's get into that then. Look, as you know, I do this mandated... Yeah, mandate, I bet. Sir, what, I'm not gay. Would you stop it? Okay. What does that mean? Yeah. Okay. Look, sir, what I want to do is I, I, I'm required to do these therapy sessions. I've been doing them successfully for a whole year, almost a little longer. With Dr. Ascot? Yeah, that's the guy. Great guy, that guy. Wonderful guy, Dr. Ascot. Well, I debate that a little. I bet you debate. Excuse me? I bet you debate a lot under your sheets. Sir, what what I'm trying to say is... Why don't you just say it? What I'm trying to... Who are you, by the way, again? Harlan Williams, sir. Who? Harlan? Howland? Harland. Harland. (sighs) Sir... I do the Harland Highway. I'm the host of the podcast. Oh, you're that guy. Okay. They tell me you're funny. I've never really heard about it. Well, I try to be funny, sir. Yeah, well, the Chinese tried to invent a rice bomb, but you didn't see that happening. <laughs> what is it? What a rice bomb? Whatever. Look at your history books. Sir, I don't think I... What about Dr. Ascot? Oh, okay. What I want to do is I feel like... I've I've done the curriculum. I've completed the you know the the required therapy sessions once every Friday. What I want to do is cut it back to uh, you know if I could just do it once every two weeks instead of once every week. Hey, let me ask you something. Yes, sir. You ever uh, fought on a Volkswagen? Excuse me. You ever pulled out your pants and fought on a Volkswagen? Sir, I don't know why I would do that. Well, I don't know why the moon is blue, huh? You got to get wise with me? What are you, uh, uh, Teddy Turner all of a sudden? I don't know. The, the moon is blue? Yeah. Sir, if we could just stay. How Howland Williams, is that it? Yes, sir, Harland Williams. Okay. It's a funny name. Well, it's just a name, sir. Yeah, well, it's funny. Maybe if you could be funny, we'd have wouldn't have all these problems. We don't have all these problems, sir. I just want to cut back on the therapy. 
Well, let me look at my book. Let me see. You've been doing it. Hang on here. You've been doing it for every Friday for almost over a year. You feel like you're making progress? Yeah, I, I feel like I've made a lot of progress. You feel like you're, maybe you're not going to cause any uh, commotion? You're not going to get me uh, a lawsuit thrown at me when you say something stupid? I'm not going to, sir... I'm not that kind of a provocative person where I'm going to create a lawsuit situation for you. Let me ask you this, then. Okay. You ever fought on a Ferrari? What? Why? What is the fart thing? I'm just asking. I haven't fart. I don't fart on cars. Yeah, well, you better. You should try it, huh? You fought on a cherry red Ferrari. Something, I don't know how, but it smells like raspberry. Sir, I tried it once. That's how I know. Let's. All right, I'm going to sign off on this thing. So you want to go? You want to go uh, once every two weeks to see Ascot? Yes, sir. That would be huge. All right, let's try it out. I'm going to. I'm going to do this. It's Hagland, Harland, Hagland, Harland Williams, the Harland Highway. Are you yelling at me, Whippersnap? No, I'm not. I thought I heard you raise your voice. Now, if you want to come into my office and be a whippersnap. Sir, I'm not sure I know what a whippersnap is. Oh, so now you're going to play Nancy Drew with me. What do you mean, Nancy Drew? You're going to pretend whippersnap's a mystery, huh? Sir, I don't know what whippersnap. Aha. Uh-huh. What does that mean? Aha. Uh-huh. You ever fought on a, uh, what are those, uh, uh, those uh, Priuses? No, sir, I don't fart. A- don't raise your voice with me. Sir, I'm just happy that you've signed off uh, on the new arrangements with Dr. Ascot. And hang on, I got a call coming in. Hang on. You know what, kid? I got to take this. What's your name again? Uh, Harland. Halle. Yes, sir. All right, Halle. You get out of here. I'll talk to Ascot. I think we're done. Okay? Yes, sir. And good luck with all you guys. Sir, I'm not... Get out of here! Wow, so that that went great. I made it out. Alive, barely. I'm so excited. I can't wait to go tell Ascot that I only have to see him once. Every other week. This is huge. Uh, Let's get back to the studio I, I gotta, I gotta break the news to that idiot Ascot. Man, oh man, did you hear about the old folks that won the uh, the big lottery? They won two hundred and fifty-four million dollars. Money. And I think like two hundred and fifty-four is pretty much about how many minutes they have left to live. I mean, God bless them for winning, but God, you got to be pissed. Yeah, I'd almost be mad if I won at that age. They were like 80, 80 years old and up. Can you imagine slaving your ass off your whole life? I mean, they lived through the, the, the Depression. They lived through two world wars. They lived through Vietnam. I mean, the guy probably worked nine to five for, for 40 years at General Electric or something, and she probably, you know, raised nine kids and worked part-time as a nurse. I mean, that's the way things were done in those days. It's not like today where you can, uh, 
you know, invent YouTube and two years later own half the planet. So these people spend a lifetime building up a little nest egg so they can go to Florida every winter and crisp their skin. Hello. And at the end of their run, they win 254 million bucks. I'd almost, uh, I'm not kidding, I would probably take it all and build a mound of money and light it. And just jump around it like a demented elf. Just to show the rest of the world that you don't need it. Now, let's have that party! Oh, $254 million. I don't know if you're listening to the show, folks, but before you burn that money, send a little my way. I could use a new coat of paint, uh, maybe some new shoes, and oh yeah, a Lamborghini and a yacht. Ow! It's got to be weird, too, to go from kind of living in squalor your whole life to suddenly having, like, unlimited cash. I mean, I haven't followed a lot of the uh, results. Like, I haven't done a follow-through on any of these lottery winners, but you got to wonder if, if it's just a nightmare, if it's a disaster, right? If these people are like, uh, they don't know how to handle the money and they... they have no concept of money, and they just blow it. And they, uh, you know, they just uh, spend it willy-nilly, or they, well, it's a million dollars. Why wouldn't I give 200000 to uh, my cousin Ed? I mean, I've still got uh, 800000 What? What do you mean over half of it goes to taxes? And what do you mean I have to pay this and that? And my property tax, and this and that, and all of a sudden I'm down to sixty thousand. Hey, cousin Ed, I want that two hundred grand back. Too late. And you know the other thing they say about money. Well, you know, just because you have money doesn't mean it's a uh, skip in the park, man. Having money brings its own problems. And the problem with with acquiring money too is that you know if if you if you acquire some money and you came by that money by winning it and you didn't acquire it by uh, using a skill or uh, some kind of talent that you had to to uh, perpetuate the money keep the money going when the money runs out your uh, lifestyle runs out. Because uh, you didn't have the means to make that type of money before the lottery, so you're certainly not going to have the means to make that money after the lottery unless you invested it very wisely. But I wonder if a lot of these guys, they win like, you know, eight million bucks. Like, "Ah, I'm rich, I'm set for life. They go and spend it. Four years later, it's gone. And they're like, I thought I was rich for life, man. What the hell? Well, I'll just go back to my old ways and I guess, what are the... My old job at Home Depot pays how much an hour? So I I could clear, what, a year? But how is that going to pay for my yacht and my summer home and my cottage and my helicopter? And oh, why did I ever win the lottery? So I don't know, man. Uh, I hope any of you lottery winners out there have, have done wisely, uh, you know, we're smart about your money and uh 
God bless you for winning, man. Um, now, uh, let's see. I better get over and visit uh, Ascot because I can't wait to drop this bombshell on him. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna go meet him in the uh, in the uh, cafeteria here, and uh, just walking down the hall here. Just down the hall and coming up on the cafeteria. Oh, I see him. I see him sitting over there. I'm going to go and sit down. And hello, Dr. Ascot. Hello, Arland. Why are you in the cafeteria, Arland? What? You were uh, planning to come to my studio, were you? Exactly, Arland. To do a little therapy, were you, doctor? Just like we always do, Arland, every Friday. Oh, well, isn't this weird and out of context? That I'd catch you first in the cafeteria. Having a little coffee, are you, Ascot? Arland, I detect a bit of sarcasm in your voice. No, don't confuse sarcasm with pure joy. Oh, it's nice to see you full of joy, Arland. You always seem so defeated whenever we get together, Arland. Yeah, that's exactly right. But the defeat's on you today, Ascot. What are you talking about, Arlen? Oh, I just had a little meeting with uh, Mr. Featherstone upstairs. Turns out he agrees with me. We've been doing the therapy long enough. We're only doing it every other Friday. Arlen? No, don't Arlen me, okay? It's starting to slip in my direction, Ascot. No more every Friday having to endure your BS. Arlen? Harlan? Arlen? Harlan. Harlan. See, I can do it too. How's it feel, Ascot? You don't have the reins on me now every Friday, and then it's just going to keep slipping and slipping until I don't even need you anymore. Harlan, gloating is a sign. Oh, no, no, no. Don't tell me gloating is a sign. We're not doing therapy. You can't analyze anything. You can't break it down. You can't tell me what's what. Arlen. No, sorry. So I'm going to get out of here, and, uh, you know, we'll see you next week, Ascot. Arlen, come back. See ya. Arlen. See you later. Arlen. Up yours. Arlen, I heard that. Up yours. I hope the whole friggin' studio hears it. Ascot blows. Arlen. Perhaps I'll have to go and have a talk with Mr. Featherstone myself, Arland. Oh, this coffee is delicious. It reminds me of melted magic puppy dog dreams. Hey, Harlan Williams here from the Harlan Highway. Do you have to call a cab to your house to get you to the airport or some other function? Not fun. Uh, you know, what a procedure that is. First of all, you got to phone them. Then you got to hope they show up on time. And then you got to pray you don't have a cab that smells like a burrito stand. And doesn't have gum and stains in the back. Then you got to pray your driver is under, you know, 900. 
years old. And then you gotta pray they know how to drive properly. And then you gotta pray they know how to get from point A to point B, the route you like to take. Sometimes they're like, oh no, we're gonna go around my way. I have, you know, I've been driving for years. Let's do this little ditty. You've never seen this route. You know, nine hours later, you've missed your plane and you're standing in Greenland in a field with a musk oxen charging at you. Yeah, I said Detroit National Airport, not Greenland. Yeah, but you know, that'll be $9 million, please. Oh, no! Then worst of all is the ones that talk. Oh, my God, it's like being at a gab fest. You got an early flight at like, you know, six in the morning. You're barely awake. You're laying in the back like you've just been shot. Your head rolling around against the back of the seat. Your eyes rolling in your head. And this guy's like, and then when I was in Vietnam, uh, I spent 900 years over there. And then I came home and my family, uh, you know, we split up. We bought a little house in the Bronx. And uh, then my son uh, went away to college. And uh, I ended up uh, buying another house. And my wife left me. And then we opened a mega... It never ends. And you're just like, God, please roll this car off a bridge. Stop! So if you're rolling down the Harlan Highway, either take your own car or walk. Or if you want someone to talk to, grab a cab. And speaking of going to uh, other destinations, traveling, transporting oneself, uh, as promised last podcast, uh, you all are uh, well aware of the uh, upheaval in the uh, country of Egypt. Uh, the overthrow of the government. There's a lot of excitement in the air. There's a, there's a new development, new, new developments coming out every uh, minute. Uh, just an incredible time uh, in history, not only for that country but uh, for the world. The ramifications uh, could be immense. Uh, it could, uh, you know, be the beginning of changes uh, in that whole region and possibly a ripple uh, effect into other regions of the world. So uh, we uh, we finally uh, made contact with a, uh, a gentleman in uh, Egypt, an Egyptian man, uh, Tanhut. His, na- his name is hard to pronounce. It's Tanhut Orinya. Tanhut Orinya. I hope I'm getting that right. Uh, and he is uh, he is on the ground in the middle of all the excitement. Uh, let's go to him. We have a satellite feed right here. Uh, Tenhoot, uh, can you hear me? Yes, I've got to get a piece of bungee cord. Tenhoot, can you hear me? No, the bungee cord. I want to have. A, I want to jump off the bridge and do the bungee. Tenhoot, this is the uh, Harlem Williams from the Harland Highway. Can, hello, I, I can hear you. I can hear you, please. Oh, good. There he is. Uh, you're right there in the uh, middle of this historic uh, occasion. Uh, tell us what is going on down there. That, that's a beautiful day. The sun be shining. We had a little bit of dust storm early. The sun blowing around, but it's beautiful. Okay, so you have a beautiful day. Uh, tell us from your vantage point uh, what you can see. What what. What are you seeing on the ground in Egypt? Well, I could see the uh, my house, 
and I can see uh, the front lawn and hold on, there's a dog running down on sidewalk in front of house. Um, okay, you can see your house, the front lawn. You say there's a dog running? Yeah, the dog just ran by the, the, the front yard of my house. Okay, uh, tell us about the atmosphere there. Uh, well, I just told you it's a wonderful sunny, sunny day. Um, how? Do, tell us about the crowds. What are the crowds like? Is it insanity? Is it, well, they're very quiet today. My neighbors are sleeping in the house. Uh, your neighbor's sleeping in. Yes, she, sometimes she gets up early, but today sleeping in the house. Uh, what about the throngs of people, the, uh, the, the freedom fighters in the street, the, uh, the, the, what? The, the, the people, the millions of people, hundreds of thousands of people, the, 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 the feeling of euphoria, the, no, very quiet today. Uh, my wife, make a uh, feta bread <laughs> what <laughs> feta bread what the hell yes I don't know why you're laughing but my wife made the feta bread okay are you in anywhere near th this this uprising at all well my I had a little movement earlier today if that's what you mean by uprising no I don't mean did you have a movement I mean the social uprising uh, what is it? I said we're making the pita bread. Okay, where are you? I told you I'm in the front lawn of my house. Are you anywhere near downtown Cairo? No, I live in the suburbs. What are you talking about? Tanhut, we are looking to be... You, you were supposed to be in the middle of the action. What do you think I'm crazy going down there with all the lunatics? What are you... Under your, okay, get them off. Get him off. What a punchy card. Get him off. Would you like me to send you some Flahuta bread? Wait, wait a minute. It just changed its name. You have to be changing quickly. Okay, get him off. The hell, Roger? I told you to get a guy in the middle of the act. You got me some guy on a Sunday afternoon standing in his front lawn. His wife's making Fahula bread or whatever it is. Good Lord. That was a bomb. Okay, well, sorry about that, folks. It was like a big build-up to the end of the show. I thought we were going to be, be taking uh, part in uh, some history, and we got some guy who's, like, standing in his yard. <sighs> Idiot. Roger, I don't know why. Anyhow, well, that's the end of our show. Maybe we can get uh, someone down there some other time. I just don't understand. All right, well, let's get to some announcements. And uh, if you're looking for a laugh this weekend, you can catch me, yours truly, at the Hollywood Improv on Melrose Boulevard right here in Hollyweird, California. Two nights only, Friday and Saturday, the 25th, the 26th of February. Um, definitely uh, come down and uh, check me out. Um, it is going to be a very good time. Don't forget to write us at saveashark at gmail.com to help us harass the restaurants that are serving, serving shark fin soup and killing our sharks. We've had a lot of people writing. It's been amazing. It's more than I expected. I want to say thank you to all of you that participate. 
And, um, you know, don't forget, we update the restaurant every two months. We find a new restaurant to hit. So feel free to uh, hit us back. Um, and thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, don't forget, you can check out harlandwilliams.com. You can uh, write me uh, letters. You can call me, 888-500-2090. And uh, check out the uh, merch store at harlandwilliams.com. Buy some uh, fun presents and gifts for you and your loved ones. So that's it for today. Are you sure you don't want some halal bread? What? Get this guy off. I've got some num-num bread from you. Please cut. get him off, Roger. God. Sorry. Not really. Fahalala bread. What the hell is that? And the num-num bread. Wait, what is num-num bread, Roger? Hang up on this guy. I've got some yummy raisin toast. We don't want raisin toast. Hang up on the bread guy. Hey, you don't have to yell at me. Unbelievable. It's your stupid show. So that's it. Uh, thank you for riding down the Harlan Highway. Um, great to have you along. Please tell your friends, your family, living or dead, we don't care. We like to make everyone laugh here on the highway. And uh, I guess until next time. All I can really say is chicken chow mein, baby. You ever uh, fought on a Volkswagen? Excuse me?